The Expired Podcast by Macy Bookout and Natalie Gard. Welcome back to The Expired Podcast. Hey, it's Natalie. Thank you so much for all of the love we got on our first episode of The Expired Podcast. I'm missing my co-host, Macy. She and all of her kids, her whole family has the flu, so I'm going to be doing this one solo. I'm really excited. Thank you for liking, following, sharing, subscribing. Make sure you click that subscribe button. We are working on getting on Apple Podcast and Spotify, so that is coming very, very soon. Um, I did read all the comments on YouTube, and thank you so much for your constructive criticism. If um, I wasn't who I am, it would really hurt my feelings, so let's keep the comments kind. So I wanted to give an update on Angel Bumpus, because she's home. She is home with her baby girls. And I was actually able to see her and speak to some of her family members. Um, of course, Expired is a Chattanooga-based podcast. So what that means is we look at crimes in and around Chattanooga, Tennessee. And this crime, which you can go back and watch the full video, it's a crazy story. And we've been following it since that pretty much it happened and she was... Um, accused. So we've been following this for a really, really long time. Is this annoying? Should we turn it off? You can still read what it says, right? Boone Utah Wells. She is currently a missing five-year-old, now six-year-old, out of Rogersville, Tennessee. She was five as of the day she went missing, June 15th, 2021. She has blonde hair, blue eyes, weighs 40 pounds, and is about three feet tall. This is the case we're going to be talking about because she disappeared from her home in Hawkins County on July 15th. Now, Hawkins County is in Tennessee. It's at the very tippy top up near Kentucky. This is the house that they live in. It's very secluded. You can't even see the house from the road that they live on, which is Ben Hill Road. And these are the people who live there. Dad, Don, Mom, Candace, three older brothers, and Summer is the youngest child. So, Summer went missing on June 15th, 2021. Now, let's get a little picture of this. This family, we saw that they live in a very secluded area where you can't even see the house from the road. Um, we know that on the property is Don, Candace, three boys who will not be named in this video and summer now they live in the main house there's a camper very close to the house and that is where grandma candy lives they all live there with their between 8 and 13 dogs this is supposed to be um kind of a place that people dump their dogs um so there are all these dogs everywhere so there is two different accounts to this day, and you may have heard of this case on Dr. Phil, the interview room, um, all over, all over the world, people are looking for this little girl, and if you know anything, 1-800-TBI-FIND, 1-800-TBI-FIND. So let's go through the accounts of the day. It was a normal day. Um, Don was heading to work. He went to work between 7 and 8. They think it's a little bit closer to seven because his job was like 45 minutes away. And Grandma Candy needed to go to the hospital in Kingsport. 
Her appointment was at 8.30. So what Candace did, she's a stay-at-home mom. She left her three young boys at home for the day. And she, her mom, Grandma Candy, and Summer pack up in the truck and they head to Kingsport for Grandma Candy's doctor's appointment. So this is all the day she went missing. There's a couple different accounts as to what happened and we will talk about Hunter's version in a minute, but let's get to it. So they get to the doctor in Kingsport at 8.30 and it's gonna be, you know, an hour, an hour and a half for her doctor's appointment, Grandma Candy's doctor's appointment. So they take her and while they're waiting, according to Candace, she gets a call from Hunter inviting them over to hang out. Now Hunter is Candace's ex-best friend's 15-year-old son. Candace says, okay, ask your mom if it's okay that you come hang out with us or we go do something and we'll, we'll come do it. And so Hunter asked his mom, and that's a whole other story because his mom didn't really agree with Candace's parenting choices, and that's why they were ex-best friends. But Candace kept in touch with her kids, Hunter, um, after they ended their friendship. So they get this call from Hunter, and they go and get him. His mom says it's fine. Go hang out. We'll go to the lake. Um, you know, just let me know where you are. So Candace and Summer, they go from the hospital in Kingsport to Hunter's house, pick him up, and then they get a call from Grandma Candy to come back and get her at the hospital. But before they do, they stop at a couple of different places. They stop at a smoke shop, they stop at a convenience store, and they stop at Walgreens. Um, they stopped at Walgreens to fill the prescription that Grandma Candy needed. So they picked her up, make some stops for random things, and they find out that it's gonna be a little while for the prescription to be filled. So they're like, well, what do we do now? They decide to go to Warriors Path State Park. It's like a little park, it's got a lake, Summer can swim, she was actually in her bathing suit that day anyway. It's a hot summer day, we're killing time. Let's go over there. So they get their vapes, they get their twisted teas, and they head over to Warrior State Park. Now, they were only there for a short while before Walgreens was ready for them to come pick up. Now, Hunter's account is a little bit different here. He says that they did all that. They did, you know, went to the smoke shop, went and got twisted teas, went to the Walgreens pharmacy line, said it was gonna be a while, so they were going to um, go to Warrior State Park, but he says that Don, the husband, the dad, called Candace while they were waiting in line at Walgreens. And Candace says, yes, he did call, but he called about something else, like, should I work late? Are y'all going to be home? Should I just keep working? And Candace says that's the extent of the conversation. Hunter says that Dawn called about some strange person on the property. Um, it wasn't uncommon for just like people to be walking through the woods and stumble on this property. Um, so that was Hunter's account, which I thought was odd, right? Like, what, like, how do you get that from that? I don't know. Anyway, so they go to Warrior's Path. Um, Hunter says that Candace 
gave him a twisted tea and a vape. And of course that's illegal because he's 15 years old. But Candace says, no, I did not give him a twisted tea or a vape pen. So that is another thing that is different between Candace's story and Hunter's story. So they go to Warrior State Park and Hunter says that they weren't really paying attention to Summer. She went under for a few seconds and thought maybe she's playing. So she he went over to check on her and she was playing and she was fine. Um, so they get the call from Walgreens. They go back to Walgreens. They pack up at Warrior State Park. They go to Walgreens and pick up the prescription. Then they make a couple of other stops before dropping Hunter off. They go to a Sonic for slushies. They go to a grocery store. Now, Hunter says they were in there for an hour. Candace says they were in there for five or ten minutes. So that's another thing about Candace's story versus Hunter's story. So they go to a Sonic to get slushies. They go to the grocery store to get some essentials, milk, bread, stuff like that. And then they go and drop Hunter off. Now, by the time all of this has taken place, they've gone to the hospital. They've gone to pick up Hunter. They've gone to the smoke shop and a convenience store. They've gone back to the hospital, gone to Walgreens, gone to Warrior State Park, gone to more vape shops and more, you know, smoke shops. Okay, now they're heading home. So... The story continues. What Candace's account of when they got home this afternoon was this. They got home. She called for the boys to come help with the groceries. The boys helped carry the groceries in, and she starts a load of laundry. Now, later, Candace and Summer were asked by Grandma Candy to come and help replant some succulents. So, Summer loves to be outside and loves to help her grandma. Um, so, they went over and they did that. Remember, their house, they're very close to each other. They're, like, on the same property, like, like across the way, like, across the driveway from each other. So, they go over and they help Grandma Candy um, replant some of these succulents. And when they're done, Grandma Candy gives a piece of candy to summer as a thank you you know grandmas give out candy right so then she asked if she can go inside and play with her brothers they were done potting succulents and she wanted to go play with her brothers so candace says she walks across the driveway and into the house with summer and told the boys hey watch the boys or watch summer i'll be back in a minute i'm just helping grandma candy really quick she goes out the door she helps Grandma Candy with her knee brace. Remember, her knees have been bothering her. And she says she was there for two minutes. She goes back into the house, and Summer's not there. So she asks the boys, where's Summer? Where's Summer? And um, the boys go, oh, she went downstairs to the playroom to play by herself. So Candace walks down their little, it's like a weird, their house layout is odd. And getting downstairs is odd. You have to, like, go down. It's, like, it's weird. But anyway, she goes downstairs, goes in Summer's room, can't find her, goes outside because there was an exit door downstairs in Candace and Dawn's room. She goes out that door to see if maybe she went outside to swing, and she wasn't there. So they're freaking out. Where's Summer? They're yelling 
you know, all over the property for her and they can't find her. So, and this was in a matter of minutes from the time Candace was helping Grandma Candy with her knee brace to the time they realized Summer's gone. This was like matter of minutes, minutes, according to Candace. So, um, Candace calls Dawn, says, I cannot find Summer. I'm freaking out. All the boys are gone out to look for her. We're yelling her name. I can't find her. So he tells her to hang up and call 911. And she did. And he did too. He hung up, called 911. And uh, they haven't released the calls from 911, but they do have the dispatch. So while they're waiting on the police, Candace says she couldn't wait and she wanted to go out and start looking herself. So she sent her boys to one side of the property and she checked on the other side. And uh, the few neighbors, the sparse neighbors that they have, they, one of them made a really odd comment. She said that just before Summer went missing and she got a knock on the door from Candace saying, hey, can you help look for Summer? She had heard a scream and she said it wasn't an animal scream, but it was weird. But she did say that several things had been missing from the property. And um, so she was on kind of high alert when all this happened because there was, you know, stray dogs being dropped off at the property and just things being stolen and things like that. So I did find that interesting that she said she heard a scream just before she realized that Summer was missing. Now the police say that that has nothing to do with Summer going missing, but I'm not so sure. Um, Mom and Dad say that Summer would not go into the woods alone um, because she was scared of the woods. She was scared of the animals and the bugs and um, was told to, you know, stay in the open property, do not go into the wooded property. So they say she would never walk off on her own um, when Don gets home, he sees the boys searching and it's really odd because he says, I knew from that moment she had been abducted, abducted. And so Don actually, remember, he works 45 minutes away. He actually got to his home, the scene of the crime, before the cops did. Now, I know that this is like, um unencompanied land where they don't really have like a set police station it's all from the county and so that could explain why he made it home before the police even showed up so they're looking for summer they can't find her they bring out canine dogs to try and track her scent and they were able to track her scent down to ben hill road which is near their home but you're not able to see their house from ben hill road so you would have to know that you know, if it's an abduction, you would have to know a little girl's home at that time or have been watching the place. So, um, they track with canines from the bottom basement door down to Ben Hill Road. And it stops there. It stops the road. It's a pretty, um, secluded area, like not even lines on the road kind of secluded. So that's the last trace of her. Um, there are some good tips out there, 
um, when it comes to who the police are looking for. They're looking for a red Tacoma truck from 98 to 2000s. It has white buckets in the back. Now, they say this truck was seen in the area at the time of the crime. So, they think if not the abductor, maybe they saw or heard something. So, they're looking for that. Six weeks after Summer disappeared, the boys were taken from their parents. There was some problems in their family when it comes to drugs and alcohol. And with all of the media speculation, um, because she went missing in like such a short period of time and in such a secluded place, they thought it wasn't safe for the boys to live in their family home anymore because of all the, the media and um, the recognition they were getting. So six weeks after she disappeared, um, so this, she disappeared in June. So six months after, she is still missing and the boys are taken to CPS. And they were taken care of for a while. Now, in October of 21, so a couple months after his daughter went missing, Don Wells gets a DUI. And this isn't the first time he has been in jail he has a couple of prior charges. One um, was made just before Summer went missing by Candace for domestic abuse. Now, it was later dropped, but I think that's something to be noted. Um, so just a couple months after his daughter goes missing, he goes to jail for DUI. Don Wells is actually in prison. And if you visit the Summer Wells Missing website, you can actually see open letters he's written from prison. Now... The boys did come back home. They were allowed back home after the dust kind of settled. And um, here we are. She's been missing since June 15th of 2021 from her home in Hawkins County. And there's no evidence. So Leslie Reinhardt is the spokesperson for TBI. And she says the police have given very little info because this is an ongoing case. And I get that. Both Dawn and Candace have other kids. I wanted to give a little bit of background on both of these people because they're key players in this. So Dawn has a daughter named Margie and a son named Dawn Wesley. Um, this was before he and Candace met. Candace also has two children from a previous marriage. She was married at 19 in Wisconsin to a man named Andrew. And this is so funny. Candace and Andrew, a young couple living in Wisconsin, named their kids Candace and Andrew. So, yeah. They divorce and she meets Dawn and they start a relationship. They get married and they have four kids of their own. But I did find that really interesting that uh, both of these people have like six kids each. It's a lot of kids. Um, and I wanted to note that Candace and Andrew Jr., the kids, they were removed from the home at a very young age because of abuse and things like that. So, um, Candace Jr. has made statements saying that she doesn't know her birth parents. She's heard that she and her brother were taken away because of abuse and drugs. 
Now, Candace had a disorderly conduct charge in 2003, but Don is the, the bigger offender. He has felonies, parole violations, burglary, and I love this on the interview room with Chris McDowell. He got so much information on this case and actually talked to the people and got to video like their house and I'll link, I'll link that interview. But they were also on Dr. Phil and they had a behavior panel talk to them about the situation. They're pretty much human lie detectors. So what they did was they asked Don and Candace separately about Summer. And it was really, really interesting. Um, it seemed like they were hiding something. But it also almost seemed like they had not a clue. Now, whether that's due to a real abduction or just not parenting the way most of us would, I guess, parent, not, you know, that it's just weird. And it, a, a five-year-old doesn't disappear, you know? It just doesn't happen like that. So I just wanted to give a little bit of information on their families. Now, in my sleuthing, I found that this is not the first person in Candace's life to go missing. Of course, her daughter, Summer Wells, which is who we're talking about. But Candace's own cousin has been missing. And her name is Rose Marie. She was last seen on August 21st, 2009 in St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin. She left her home that night to meet another cousin, not Candace, at a bar about five miles away. Rosemary told her husband that she'd be back before midnight, but she never made it home. So I thought that was really, really strange that Rosemary, Candace's cousin, went missing in 2009. And 2016 or 2021, her daughter goes missing. I don't know the statistics on that, but it's got to be astronomical to have two people missing in your family. So the question is, where is Summer Wells? Summer Moon, Utah Wells went missing in June of 2021 when she was five years old. She is six years old now. She, at the time she went missing, she was three foot tall, 40 pounds, blonde hair cut short, and blue eyes. No one has seen her since. She was wearing a pink top and gray sweatpants and probably barefoot. I don't know. We just, it just makes me so sad. Like, she seems to have been in such a like wild situation with her parents struggling, um, living out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, she seemed like a happy kid though. Like she seemed happy, but this whole situation is just mind boggling to me. Like how in a matter of minutes does a five-year-old go missing unless there's major foul play involved. So if you know anything about Summer Wells, her disappearance, any information on Don Wells or Candace Bly or even Rosemary Bly, um, Candace's mom, Grandma Candy. If you know 
any information about this, you are urged to call 1-800-TBI-FIND, 1-800-TBI-FIND. And you know, our purpose here at the Expired Podcast is to spread awareness so that these cases come to a happy conclusion. And I'm just looking forward to the day that Summer is found and she's found alive and okay. And I feel like it's going to be one of those cases where all of a sudden it's just going to go bananas. We're going to get so much information. We're going to, you know... We're finally going to get, you know, the closure that we need on this case. Uh, I don't see that in the near future, though. I think this is going to be a pretty long case. She's being called the John Benet Ramsey of the South. I mean, beautiful, blonde, blue-eyed, five-year-old goes missing. And I'm just really looking forward to the day she's found. I feel like she's going to be like, you know, those those people who finally leave their captor when they're older or have been in captivity for a long time, I feel like she's going to be one of those where she's just runs for her life. And I'm hoping that, I'm just hoping that, I'm hoping that. So hopefully we find her. Hopefully um, with us doing coverage on the case, it'll get a little bit more momentum, maybe um, more information from the police. So make sure you like, follow, share, subscribe. We are the Expired Podcast. Thanks for listening.